Welcome to the Alien Beer Podcast. I'm Chrissy Garrison, and I will be reading my science fiction stories to you. Allow me to present the first chapter of my Road Ghost Omnibus audiobook. Narrated by Sean Dragger, this 19-hour recording encompasses my three Road Ghosts urban fantasy novels, plus a bonus short story in that series. I'd gush about Sean's narrative talents, but I'll let the recording speak for itself. And now, Road Ghosts, Book One, Four Till Late, Chapter One. Chapter One Uncle Gonzo Go away! The papery voice whispered from the speaker of Brett's voice recorder. Go away! See? It repeats itself! said Brett to Jimbo. Jimbo ran a hand through his spiky blonde hair, squinting at the electronic device. I don't know. How do you know it's a ghost? Brett stood up and pocketed the device. Well, I don't know for sure. But I didn't say it. And neither did anyone else there. Sure sounds like it doesn't like you. Whatever it is. Yeah, I know. It's sort of a trend, said Brett taking his glasses off for a moment to polish them. Huh? Brett held the glasses up and peered at Jimbo through the lenses one at a time. Oh, it's nothing. Just each ghost hunt I seem to go on lately, I get unfriendly messages like those. Jimbo shrugged. Fran's into that stuff. Gives me the creeps, honestly. Don't play it for Gonzo. You know he'll just laugh. Brett rolled his eyes and checked his watch for the third time in ten minutes. It's after ten now. Where is he? Jimbo shrugged and didn't look up from his handheld game. You know Uncle Gonzo. He probably had to make a liquor run first. He would have called if something happened, right? He cursed at the video game. Maybe he's not coming at all. Maybe he's gotten distracted by a shiny object and forgot to let us know he can't make it. Brett scowled and glanced at his watch again. It hadn't changed. Damn. Jimbo glanced up at Brett. Yeah? Think he'd pass on a road trip? This was his idea. He's spent the past month trying to talk us into it. I could be home playing Warcraft right now. My guild could use the help. I could have saved the drive up from Bloomington. Anyway, Gonzo can be flaky, but it'd take an act of God to keep him from his precious New Orleans road trip. The game bleeped and Jimbo clicked it off in disgust. He picked up his beer, sniffed the neck of the bottle, and then gulped down half. Yeah, I know, said Brett. It's not just important to him, but to me too. I gotta get away for a while. Gonzo has good taste. New Orleans is an excellent destination. But to me, it doesn't matter so much where we're going. Hitting the road with you guys will be just the thing I need. Work been shitty for you too? asked Jimbo. Brett nodded. Yeah, it's been crazy busy, but I think I've just spent too much time in my own head. You know, all the stress, it's giving me nightmares. A shrill car horn blared outside, again and again, each blast longer than the last. Damn it. We wait two hours for him to show, and now we're holding him up? Brett swung his backpack to his shoulder and grunted. Jimbo gulped down his beer and belched loudly, tossing the empty bottle in the trash. He grabbed the rolling bag he'd packed and velcroed the game into a side pocket. The two friends exited the townhouse, 
Brett locked the door, and they headed outside. A powder blue minivan sat idling, headlights on, out in the parking lot. At first, Brett grabbed Jimbo's shoulder to hold him back. They looked at each other and turned to go back to the apartment. The shrill horn, more annoying outside, made Brett jump and turn around. Jimbo cried, hey, it's Gonzo, in a minivan. Brett turned around and laughed, a short bark of a noise. I'll be damned. Hey, Uncle Gonzo finally made it. Inside the van sat Gonzo, a bear of a man with a ruddy face, reddish-brown hair pulled back in a ponytail, and cheerful squinty eyes. Junior, when are you going to stop calling me uncle? It's embarrassing. I'm only a few years older than you. You're that much older than Jimbo, too. But he doesn't call you Uncle Brett. Also, I'm sick of explaining that there's no relation between me and you mutants. Maybe I'll stop when you quit calling me Junior, Gons. I turned 30 this year. Brett grinned and walked toward the van. Jimbo jogged up to the Grand Caravan and grinned at Gonzo. What happened to the Z, Uncle Gonzo? Did it get a sex change and gain weight? He giggled insanely and then put on his best whiny Luke Skywalker imitation. What a piece of junk! Brett joined him more slowly, but snorted at the reference. Gonzo smirked. This fucker will do .5 past light speed. He cackled and smacked the roof of the van, leaning his head out the window to look back at the bulk of the vehicle, as if checking to see if it was still all there. I got it just for trips like this. Think we could have fit both your whiny asses in the Z? Liz would have to ride in my lap. He put on a look of mock disappointment. On second thought, maybe I should have brought the Z after all. He shifted the caravan into park, pulled the emergency brake, and stepped out. He slid open the side door. Load up, gentlemen. It's going to be a wild ride. Brett coughed and looked dismayed. Liz? Is she actually coming along? I thought she had to work. He stared into the van rather than looking at either of the other two guys. His backpack stayed on his shoulder, weighing that side of him down. Glancing back at the townhouse, he took a deep breath and let it out. Jimbo tossed his bag in the back of the van. You still hung up on her, Brett? You guys broke up two years ago, didn't you? Thought you were doing the platonic friends thing. Seeing that Brett still hadn't loaded his backpack, Gonzo shrugged and took his bag from him and tossed it through the van's open door to join Jimbo's. Liz couldn't pass this vacation up. She got someone to work for her. We're picking her up in Memphis along the way. It'll be fine. Liz is cool, and it's not like either of you is seeing someone right now. Brett sighed. No, it's not that. We're good friends. We chat online all the time. She's even been up to see me a couple of times. She's just... Well, I'm not sure how actually traveling with her will go. She's such a dingbat. She can be hard to take in large doses. Do you know she's got a 24-7 webcam going? Like the Jenny cam? She has actual fans. A fan club. From the sound of it, a bunch of them are crazier than she is. Jimbo cut off Gonzo's reply and waved a hand to dismiss Brett. He patted the side of the caravan. Gonzo, dude... This van actually has a soccer symbol on the back. Are you kidding me? How can you be seen in this thing? Hey, she's got room enough to camp in if we have to. And 
I don't have to worry about putting miles on the Z. I almost scraped off the soccer sticker, but I thought it'd be funnier to keep it. I'm calling her Soccer Mom. She'll get us there and back again at least. Don't mind the old people smell. The last owner must have tried everything to make it stink less. Instead, it smells like pine-fresh ass now. Brett looked back at the townhouse one last time, sighed, and walked around to get in the front seat. Shotgun, he said half-heartedly. Jimbo was already in the back, fishing his game out of his bag. Gonzo closed the side door, got in the driver's seat, and pulled Soccer Mom out of the parking lot and onto the main road. Next stop, Memphis, baby. He flicked on the CD player and cranked up the volume on Mojo Nixon's hyperactive version of Viva Las Vegas. He sang along loudly. Bright light city gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. The van bounced down the road on questionable shock absorbers, swerving around slower vehicles. Gonzo's driving elicited a few honks and beeps until he found the on-ramp to the highway. At that point, every car on the road was playing the same game of dodgem. The Indianapolis skyline loomed larger and larger, the glowing office windows defining their bulk. Radio towers atop flashing red lights to warn off airplanes. Brett leaned his cheek against the passenger's side window and sighed yet again, his breath fogging on the glass in the cool October night. Liz'll be more fun than you assholes anyway. She's got her own style, her own brand of class. I think she's better at being one of the guys, too. Gonzo grinned over at Brett encouragingly, though Brett didn't feel it. Yeah, she's okay. I just don't know if I want to hear all about whatever her latest weird project is for a thousand miles. Trapped. No escape. Brett forced a smile as he mimed loading his hand with an invisible bullet and pretended to blow his brains out, making wet sound effects as he did. Jimbo laughed from the back seat. Oh, come on, Brett. She can't be into anything weirder than you are. What's your project this week? Time travel? Or are you building a better leprechaun trap? He pitched his voice high without missing a beat in his game. Always after me, lucky charms. Begumand Bagora. Gonzo cackled again and elbowed Brett. Brett felt his face burn and didn't respond until after the other two stopped laughing. Gonzo popped in a Pogues CD, which was now playing The Sick Bed of Cahullin. Brett had to almost shout over it. Well, I'm curious, that's all? There's so much out there that we don't know. Or we think we do, but really don't. I guess Liz and I had that in common. Except she just likes weird for weird's sake. She doesn't really ask a lot of questions. It always drove me crazy the things she'd just accept without any reason. She hasn't changed either. You're right about being one of the guys, chipped in Jimbo face glowing odd colors from the electronic screen as he punched at the game madly with his thumbs. She's a real girl, but I've seen her win a belching contest, and she's held her own with Gonzo playing quarters. Jimbo smiled, then snapped his handheld game shut. What's she doing anyway? Still in tech support, if you believe that. I couldn't do it. I really couldn't. I'd find a way to track those fuckers down and beat them to death with their own keyboards. Gonzo chuckled. She loves telling stories about the idiot of the day and how she's strung them along, getting them to insult themselves with her sweet talk. I wouldn't trust her in a game of poker, that's for sure. 
since when do you keep in such close contact with Liz? People said I was robbing the cradle when I dated her. You'd be older than the standard rule of creepiness allows. Uncle Gonzo, Gonzo sniffed, turning off the van's brights due to the fog rising up the highway as they passed the city's downtown. She's just a kid. We're both on that customers suck internet forum. And I've learned a whole lot more about what goes on in her head than I probably want to know. You're lucky your breakup was amicable. She's evidently got a katana. And she told me how she'd eviscerate a man in just two cuts. Gonzo drew breath through his teeth in a hiss, wincing in mock agony. Jimbo added, I bet the katana has Hello Kitty on it. And she'd go, uh-oh, did I do that? Oopsie. Brett turned in his seat. Don't ever do that again. You sounded exactly like her. I'm going to have nightmares now. Jimbo held his hand up flat, tips of his fingers touching the little O his mouth was making, eyes wide and innocent. Brett shook his head and looked forward, and screamed in unison with Gonzo. Ah! The fog solidified in front of them. The figure of a large man, standing in the middle of the road, raised its arm, palm held up as if to hold the van back through sheer force of will. The apparition glowed pure white in the van's headlights. Gonzo slammed on the brakes and threw the wheel towards the right shoulder. The caravan skidded and his tires squealed. It was too late, but the figure burst into tatters of fog, and there was no impact other than a sort of muffled woofing noise. Brett felt Jimbo hit the back of his seat and heard him yelp. The van didn't fishtail much, though, and Gonzo brought it to a halt on the side of the road, hazards blinking as the nighttime traffic whizzed past them. What? What the fuck? said Jimbo, who was reseating himself, buckling up for the first time. What the fuck just happened? Was there a dog in the road or something? Gonzo and Brett just stared at each other and couldn't speak for a moment. Then both got out of the van. I don't see a body, said Gonzo, voice shaking. You saw it too, right, Brett? Brett could only nod, then walked to the front to examine the bumper. He was there, then he wasn't. Come back. What's going on? Body? What are you talking about? It, it was a ghost, said Brett slowly. An actual ghost. He grinned as though he'd just won a prize. God damn it. I wish I'd had my camera out. Gonzo laughed nervously. Camera? I think you're lucky we didn't piss ourselves. Ghost? No, it couldn't be. It was an illusion. It's late and the fog is pretty bad. Brett still grinned, looking at Gonzo as both took their seats again and shut the doors. Who are you trying to convince? Me or you? Thank you for listening to the Alien Beer Podcast. If you like my stories, please visit my website, sillyhatbooks.com. I publish as E. Chris Garrison, and my books may be found in paperback, ebook, and audiobook format on Amazon.com and other places.